Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Verarian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. And welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> How are you, folks? Yes, another week has rolled around in the piping scene, and you guessed it, it's time for another Big Rab Show pod. Uh, sometimes we're like a bad smell, you just can't get rid of us. <laughs> we're always here, each and every week, talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. So, thank you for tuning in, first of all. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you're welcome. Uh, we are affectionately known as the On Bagpiping Show over there on Fuse FM. But, uh, yeah, we're the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the scene. Be it Celtic music, folk music, or bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Yeah. That's, so if you would also like to help support our show, then you can do. I know it's obligatory at this point. But, yeah, every podcast out there that I listen to all have a Patreon, or some sort of way for you to be able to support them. And our show is no different. We do have links in the show notes, of course, uh, to our Patreon page where you can be part of the Patreon faithful and help support our show. And as a result, you get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Yeah, you get our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. Yeah, but just two hours worth of live radio, downloadable each week. And also we have episodes of Rab Show Plus. There's exclusive interviews, videos, performances... There's way loads of stuff back there. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to our Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. Indeed. So thank you for clicking on support and helping our show. And to the rest of you, don't worry. Yeah, the pod will still continue here completely free of charge. Don't worry. Uh, but, yes, just for all that extra stuff. If you do want to get it, you can go and get it on Patreon. Alrighty. Let's get into this week's podcast, good and proper. Now, we've got quite a cool uh, topic of the week this week, talking to Derek Doyle of the National Piping Centre, and for good reason, and you'll hear all about that later on in the show. Uh, the National Piping Centre really have some great initiatives going at the moment, some great opportunities, and we'll talk about that later on in topic of the week. So hang on for that one. It's going to be quite an interesting chat with Derek. So, yeah, but... That aside, let's get into the beginning of the show, shall we? Listener mail. Each week we open our mailbox to you guys in the piping world to send us in your thoughts, feelings, questions, all of that stuff. You can send it in to us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. Right, we got an email here from Glenn Johnson. It says, hi guys, I'm with the Canadian band Sons of Scotland and we're looking currently for approximately three drummers to join us for the World Championships in Glasgow Green in August this year, 2023. He says that if they want to join the tour, uh, they're also welcome and may want to be you know, an accommodation at Napier University near the Royal Mile in Edinburgh for the full week. Yeah, so Sons of Scotland Pipe Band are a grade 4B pipe band. And yeah, they're really looking forward to hitting the grass, I guess. So if you are curious at all, then you can look up the Sons of Scotland Pipe Band on their socials. Or of course, you can check us out on the Big Rab Show where we have shared out those details, of course, as well, where you can go and join the fun. So if you are curious at all about signing up and playing with the Canadian band, the Sons of Scotland, then now's your opportunity. Yeah. So thank you, Glenn, for getting in contact with us. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, also, we got another email here from Douglas Gardner. It's a dear big grab. I very much enjoyed your interview with Gary West. Great episode. Yeah. 
It was, wasn't it? Yeah, we got a lot of emails about that, actually, all saying very similar. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to have Gary on the show. And for me, honestly, he is the voice of pipe bands, you know? Uh, it's just one of those things. Every time I hear Gary talk, it's just, that's it. It's just Pipeline. That's it. Uh, oh, it's iconic, isn't it? So it's fantastic to see that Gary is continuing and uh, with his own podcast. Episode 2 dropped last week, by the way, and it was a cracker. Some great music on there, too. So, yeah, shout out to Gary. I'm absolutely a fan. Enjoy your piping with Gary West. Go and have a listen to it. And also check out last week's pod if you haven't already. So, yeah. Thank you, Douglas. Let's get into the rest of your email here. He said, would you be able to mention on your show that tickets are now on sale for the Captain John A. McClellan MBE Memorial Dinner? Yes, we did mention this on a previous pod, but the tickets weren't available yet, but they are now. So this is on Saturday, the 26th of August. And the venue, of course, as we mentioned previously, is the Waldorf Astoria Caledonian Hotel in Edinburgh. I didn't have to take my time with that one. There you go. And the dress code, of course, is black tie. We didn't mention that before. Now, tickets are 60 quid each, but honestly are worth at twice the price. So you can go and check out the various websites and stuff. We have shared that out there on Rab Show Socials, of course, where you can go and grab your tickets for it. Competitors on the night that have kindly already agreed to play. We have Ian Spears, who was the 2022 winner. We have Willie McCallum, of course, the 2022 Glenfiddich champion. We also had Finley Johnson as well and Nick Hudson as well. So, hey, there you are. Definitely a good lineup. So, yeah, Patricia Henderson will be the judge of the event, and numbers are limited for this. So they they expect demand to be very high. So, as I said, you can go along and check it out on the Rab Show social media, or just search for it, the Captain John A. McLennan MBE Memorial Dinner, and I'm sure that you'll find the tickets online for him. So there you are. Uh, so shout out to Douglas. Thank you for sending that in to us. He's the president, of course, of the Eagle Piper Society. Thank you very much. So, yeah, you can check out Eagle Pipers on their social media and for full information of tickets and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's all up there now. You can go and check it out. Uh, so, yeah, I dare say the tickets for this will fly. Uh, so mm, you're going to want to grab them if you are wanting to head to that event. So do not do not leave it until the last moment, as what normally happens with pipe band folk. Ah, okay. When's this thing on? Ah, it's weeks away. I'll not bother about it. But go now. Grab tickets. Avoid disappointment. The Captain John A. McClellan MBE Memorial Dinner. Definitely one to catch. Yeah. All right. So if you do have a particular shout out or plug or congratulations or all of that, yeah, you can email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Yeah. Alrighty, well, with the listener meal out of the road, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Opportunity. Yes, this week's word of the week is opportunity. And it's been a topic, really, over the dinner table in my own home this last while. Uh, Whenever I was a teenager, back in the 90s, I guess, uh, whenever we looked at the opportunities that were available for bagpipers back then, it pales in comparison as to what is available for pipers and drummers nowadays. Yeah, in the 2020s, opportunities for pipers and drummers are on a global scale, and you can really travel the world with a pipe bag under your arm, playing tunes. Honestly, 
Yeah, we've seen bands going on international tours. We've seen solo bagpipers playing at international tattoos and, um, yeah, recording albums and touring the globe. And ordinarily, back in, like I said, when I was a teenager, back in the 80s and 90s, that would not have happened. Um, the scene has certainly came on leaps, leaps and bounds. And, yeah, through people such as the National Piping Centre and all their initiatives like that, helping support our bagpiping scene, there has never been a better time to lift a set of bagpipes or a pair of sticks. And uh, so, yeah, I defy anyone not to say, <laughs> say, Rob, oh, come on. Those opportunities were great back in the 90s. Yeah, they were. Um, they just weren't as plentiful as they are now. If you decide suddenly right now, listening to the podcast, well, I'm not a piper, I'm not a drummer, but I might lift that practice chanter and give it a go. There hasn't been a better time. There's so many online opportunities for tuition. You could learn on your own or you could learn from some of the best in the world online through some of their services. As well as in-person tuition available from bands all across the world who yeah, regularly take in brand new learners and uh, yeah, teach them from grassroots scales and mummy daddies all the way up through blistering hornpipes and jigs and playing at the top flight. So they're honestly... The world is your oyster. If you're a young person right now and you're thinking to yourself, ah, I might give this piping thing a go, it looks like fun. Seriously, the world is your oyster. You could be on stage with the Red Hot Chilies thumping out the big tunes or you could be on your own world tour jumping on airplanes, flying to Australia to play gigs aplenty. Uh, yeah, now that we are now post-pandemic, we're starting to see a lot of our Celtic and folk bands all out on tours. And it's so great to be able to see all of their, you know, their footage, their photographs of them. Here we are. We're in Belgium today. Oh, tomorrow we're in Christchurch in New Zealand. Oh, here we are in South Africa. So it's it's crazy. It's so good to see so many opportunities for our musicians now. And that's what's inspired this week's Word of the Week. So... If you have been on the fence about lifting an instrument at all, then, yeah, please don't be. Now is the opportune time to grab any opportunity that is available. And we'll talk about some of these opportunities later in Topic of the Week and everything. But, yeah, there hasn't been a better time to lift a set of pipes, lift a drum with a harness, whatever. Yeah, there's never been a better time to get involved. So there you are. I am very optimistic about our piping world at the moment. It is in an, an incredible place right now. I don't think it's ever been better for anyone to want to tick up the instrument for the first time. The opportunities available for pipers and drummers is just unheard of. It's just been, yeah, fantastic. Anyway, that's it for Word of the Week. <laughs> well, you guessed it. That brings us on to What's the Crack, eh? Do you know your Urlar from your Kromlua Amach? If that sounded like gibberish to you, you're not alone. Plenty of other pipers pass over Peabrook as too nerdy, too difficult, or just plain boring to learn. But in May, Dojo University is on a mission to show you that couldn't be further from the truth. They're doing a deep dive into this ancient pipe and art form, taking over the dojo for a month-long focus on learning more about Peabrook. They'll have guest workshops with Dr. Jack Taylor, Wally McCallum, and Dan Evans. Plus, if you join during May, you'll also get lifetime access to their first two comprehensive Peabrook courses to work through at your leisure, whenever suits you. So, if you've ever been curious about how Peabrook came about, how to play it, or if you're already an aficionado or just eager to dive deeper, then join Dojo University for their Peabrook-themed month 
this May. Visit dojouniversity.com forward slash theme to learn more. Hey, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Well, the crack this week is that there was so much piping and drumming happening this past weekend. We've got a lot of ground to cover. So, let's start, of course, with this past weekend. We had competition in Las Vegas. Yeah, the Las Vegas Highland Games. We'll chat all about that. Of course, we had the Tully Lagan Centenary Concert and Book Launch event that happened in Cookstown. We'll chat about that. We also had an update from RSPBA headquarters talking about the easement of player numbers. Yeah, and we also have new music from Bridget Campbell and others, and we'll talk more about that. We also have a new tune composed by Pipe Major Stuart Little, and we'll hear about that as well. A lot of piping and drumming action, and so much to cover in this week's news and updates. Yeah, let's just get straight into it, shall we? McLennan Bagpipes, by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan, from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Alright, let's start with our lead story then, shall we? Of course, we have to talk about the Las Vegas Highland Games. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who were there, you were you were in for an absolute treat. I think all accounts on the ground have told me just how successful this event was. I think it attracted many different bands and drum majors as well. Yeah, but we had a contingent of Northern Irish drum majors actually competing there. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun. We have a lot of the performances, and we will have the drum majors up on our YouTube channel very shortly. Actually, so we are working on those. Uh, but yeah, if you are interested in all of the piping action from the MSRs and the medley from the Grade 3 competition, we have those up there on our YouTube channel right now. You can go and have a watch at it. So I have to give a shout out to Eric Evanhouse and to Brian Wilson. Thank you both for uh, doing all that filming for us when you were out there. Awesome stuff. So yes, I've been doing my best to try and find a who won what kind of thing hashtag list. Uh, but unfortunately, that hasn't been published anywhere. So I'm still trying to figure out who did win what? Uh, but I do have it on good authority, though, that Georgia Turkington, uh, the drum major, actually won drum major of the year. So well done to Georgia. Yes, awesome stuff. And Emma Barr won the adult drum majors, and uh, Lewis uh, Anderson actually won the juvenile competition. So there you are. That's your drum major results. But as for the bands, unfortunately, I'm not aware of who won what. So if anyone does know, 
Uh, if these results have been officially published anywhere, then please do let us know. Uh, we're very keen to find out uh, how the competition all shook down then for Las Vegas. Uh, so, yeah, as soon as we have that official publication, we'll certainly let you folks know. And, of course, it'll be shared out on the Rab Show socials uh, over the yeah, whenever it's published, I guess. Yeah. Now, not only that in Las Vegas, but right here in the UK, uh, we had the Tully Lagan Centenary Celebration Concert and Book Launch. And can I just tell you what a special night that was? <laughs> I know it kind of sounds very cliche, but honestly, it was a, a kind of a, a, a mark in time, I guess. It was such a special night. Uh, here in Tully Lagan Pipe Band, of course, and their development band as well, the band just sounded amazing. And full credit to them, they've done a serious amount of work, and Tully Lagan sounded incredible. So well done. Uh, but also, on the night, we had Kalabaki Pipe Bands, who come on and play quite a number of sets, actually, including a drum salute. And on the night, sounded incredible. Yeah, so full credit to Kalabaki and also to Klaus Kelts. Now, this was the first time we'd heard Klaus Kelts since Glasgow last year. And again, I don't know, man. Klaus Kelts just seemed to be getting better and better every time I listened to them. Uh, so, again, we have performances from the Tully Lagan concert. Thanks to the agreement of everyone, uh, the venue and the band themselves and everyone on the night. We, yeah. We, all those videos, performances and stuff are all up there now on our YouTube channel. You can go and have a juke at that. The Big Rab Show on YouTube. We have performances from the Tully Lagan concert. Yeah, definitely go and check those out. And uh, some particular highlights for me on the night. Uh, but I was compare on the evening. Uh, so I was like introducing everybody and having a bit of crack with the audience and stuff. And um, three times I introduced a band. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kulabaki, for example. And the curtains went back, and the stage was empty. There was no band there. <laughs> three times this happened. Yeah, for three different bands, of course, on the night. Uh, so, hmm, I think someone was kind of taking the hand out of me. It was a lot of good fun, actually, to be fair. <laughs> so it's a compare's worst nightmare, I guess. Whenever you introduce an act, and then the curtains open, and the audience is like, woo, yeah, woo, yeah, bring them on. And the curtain opens, and... There's no one there. There's a blank space. <laughs> and then you hear the laughter going, uh-oh, Rab's messed up. Uh, so it was fun. I did my best to play for time while uh, they were backstage tuning frantically. And uh, aye, it was a good crack. We had a bit of banter with the audience and stuff. So good fun. A great concert by all accounts. And definitely go and check out those performances. Well worth a listen. And also, I have to give a mention then for the book that was launched at the Tully Lagan concert as well. This is such a detailed history of Tully Lag and Pipe Band, which captures a hundred years from the outset all the way through to the modern day and tells the story of the band, about its inception, who was involved in it, and of course some notable achievements throughout the years. Definitely worth your time. If you have an opportunity to get a copy of this book, I would yeah, I would recommend it thoroughly. It's definitely one for piping fans. You don't even have to be a fan of Tully Lagan. You can just be a fan of pipe bands in general. And reading the history of this band fascinating absolutely fascinating so such a great publication so shout out to trevor Haven, trevor hassan mbe for putting this together it's such a huge body of work and honestly yeah well worth your time if you have a chance to grab it please do do so with both hands 
So, that was this past weekend. Yeah, we had a competition in Las Vegas and we had a concert here in Northern Ireland. And, yeah, we've, we're nowhere near done. We've got a lot more ground to cover. I have to give a, well, a bit of a brief shout-out to pipe bands in Queensland, in Australia. Yeah, we now finally have a date in our calendar for their state championship. This is going to be held in... Now, hold on. I'm going to absolutely pronounce this wrong, but it's going to be held in Brisbane Boys College, as far as I'm aware. And Tu Wong, is that right? In Brisbane. There you go. <laughs> so just to let you know that if you are in Queensland, in sunny Australia, and you are hoping to compete at the state championships, it's on the 17th of June. There you are. And your entries have to be in by the 17th of May. So you've been warned. Uh, so, yeah, 17th of June, we're heading to, yeah, Brisbane Boys College for the state championships in Queensland. So, hey, what's not to love about that? Now, again, for us here in the UK who can't make it, but yeah, I haven't any details about whether it'll be live streamed or anything like that. But uh, my recommendation would be to keep your eye on our social media on the Big Rab Show on Facebook and we're doing our best. Do our best to keep across any performances that drop online, and we'll certainly share those out, indeed. All right, on to our next little news story, then. I have to give a special mention to Oban High School Pipe Band. Now, for those of you who follow Oban High School on their socials, you guys will know, of course, last week was the New York Tartan Day Parade and celebrations. And as well as I'm mentioning Oban High School, I have to give a shout-out to Whiskey Kiss as well. Wow, they had, they held a big uh, a gig after the parade in New York as part of the Tartan Day celebrations, and their gig was off the chain, man. So, yeah, shout out to Whiskey Kiss. They had an absolute stormer. Uh, but, yeah, Open High School were involved in the parade, along with a bunch of other bands as well. But, yeah, the reason I'm giving a particular mention to Open High School is because I've seen a few of their performances throughout the celebrations as well as the parade themselves, and they just sounded incredible. So well done to Open High School and to everyone else who was involved in the Tartan Day celebrations. I know there was a good lot of you out there, actually, who were out on parade uh, through New York City, and, you know, what an impressive backdrop, you know? Like, you're not playing to the hedges, as we say here in Northern Ireland. (laughs) You're playing to huge crowds, and New York was absolutely rammed full of people watching the parade. So many pipers, drummers, dancers, and people from, you know, the Tratton folk scene were involved. It was such a huge celebration there for the Tartan Day there in New York. And, yeah, full credit to everyone involved there. Very exciting stuff. Now, I do believe there is a date set in the calendar for next year's Tartan Day celebrations in New York. And if you are interested, of course, we've shared that across the Rab Show social media. And, yeah, you can head across to New York for the next one, indeed. Now, I have to mention a couple of brand new music releases that I promised you. And, hmm, can I say that both of these are absolutely stellar? Uh, Now, of course, I had them on pre-order, so whenever they dropped, I was a very happy rab. Um, First uh, release I want to talk about is a brand new release, a solo album from Abigail Pride. Yeah, now Abigail's been on the show here before. Of course, she's the singer with Heron Valley. And we've talked all about her work with Heron Valley in, in the past. But now Abigail has now struck up the courage and has went solo. And her brand new album is now available. You can go through uh, Bandcamp or other sources and you can buy it now at your leisure. And seriously, it will not... Yeah... <sighs> It will not disappoint. Let's just say that. Yeah, be prepared. For those of you who listen to Rab Show over on Fuse, yeah, you're going to be listening to this album now for quite a while. Um, Apologies. Uh, But yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Abigail has an amazing singing voice and is such a talented musician in her own right and singer-songwriter. 
this is one for your collection for sure. If you've ever been a fan of Heron Valley or any of the work that Abigail has done over the years, this is definitely one for you to pick up. So, yeah, a fantastic, well, brand new album from Abigail Pride simply called Abigail Pride. There you are. Go and check that out on our Bandcamp. Also, I have to give a shout out to Bridget Campbell as well, who has a brand new piping album called Carry Them With Us. Now, this album, ooh, yeah, it's all Scottish small piping, but it's Scottish small piping as you've never really heard it before. Now, th- there's a wealth of great, I just can't really, I can't summarize it accurately. There's such a depth of music here that Bridget has presented in this album. It's, hmm, it, it's taken me quite a few listen-throughs to kind of get the the layers that's in this. There's so many different concepts, and yeah, layers is the right word, I think. Um, So it's not just a very simple, straightforward piping album. It's definitely one that'll take a few listen-throughs, but absolutely, oh, it's beautiful in some occasions. There's a Peabrook on there as well that, oh, man... Yeah, I can't stop playing it on repeat. It's so beautiful. So if you are interested at all, of course, we've shared that across the Rab Show socials. There's also been a story uh, done on the album following its release on bagpipe.news. And I think Gary West actually has Bridget on his show this week on uh, Enjoy Your Piping with Gary West. Uh, So definitely, if you're a Scottish Small Pipes fan, then definitely go and check this out. As I say, this is absolutely filled with layers i think is the word i'm going to use they're so intricate and musically interesting the very first track actually i know i'm going to give away a spoiler here but it it sounds really out of tune and you're thinking hold on a minute what what is this and the pipes are out of tune they, they're just you know uh, it's it sounds really odd and you're thinking hold on what's happening here and then yeah you figure it out the pipes are suddenly coming into tune And then they're just, oh, the tone is magical. And then suddenly a real beautiful tune just develops out of it. And it's, oh, oh, so good. Anyway, no doubt we'll be playing loads of tracks from this album as well over on Fuse FM. So, yeah, (laughs) to give that another shameless plug. But, yeah, if you're a Scottish Small Pipes fan at all, definitely worth the price of purchase. So go and check that out from Bridget Campbell. A very exciting new release. Now, also in What's the Crack, I told you about a brand new tune that's been composed by Pipe Major Stuart Little MBE. Now, this has all been composed uh, for the upcoming coronation that we have. Yeah, His Majesty the King will be got coronated in the next few weeks, I guess, and will he re- will officially receive his crown. And as a result, Stuart Little has now composed a tune. And it's called, now you can forgive my Latin here, uh, Amor Terry. Nostre. I have no idea uh, if that's the right pronunciation. It probably isn't. Uh, But, (laughs) again, you can go and check this out in bagpipe.news where it does give you details of this tune. And actually, Stuart will be uh, performing this as part of the celebrations, I guess, for the King's coronation. Now, this does harken back to a a recent tune that he composed as part of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, uh, which was called Dur Ragnar. Again, my Latin is terrible. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's honestly fan- it fantastic to see these tunes being composed for these big historical occasions. And, um, yeah, it does harken back to the time when you would see Peabrooks, you know, composed as either laments or salutes or something to mark a, a moment in time. And this is what Stuart's doing here, you know. 
with the Platinum Jubilee, that was certainly a moment in time here. And then, of course, now with the King's Coronation. These are all tunes that we can harken back to and remember what happened at that time. So, yeah, if you are interested in hearing it, then you can go to bagpipe.news. They do have the track uploaded there where Stuart has performed it and recorded it. And, uh, yeah, I think you might be able to get your hands on the sheet music for this one very soon. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. So shout out to Pipe Major Stuart Little and uh, this brand new tune. Yeah, exciting stuff. Well, this week I have to mention that the Red Hot Chili Pipers have finally finished their tour of the United States. And uh, yeah, I know I mentioned it last week about just how many dates and stuff and how many states they covered. And well, they haven't really finished touring yet because as soon as they've landed back here in the UK, then they flew across the Irish Sea and they're now over here in Ireland. They're doing a gig right now as I'm recording this tonight in Cork. Cork City, and then from Cork they're going to Dublin, and then after Dublin they have a sold-out gig in Belfast, so in the Waterfront Hall. So for those of you wanting to go and see them in Belfast, um, sorry, you're out of luck. Uh, but if you are listening to the pod right now and you think, oh, I want to go and see the Chilies, well then, yes, tomorrow night, <laughs> the 20th of April, they are playing in Dublin. So if you are interested, you can head along and see the Red Hot Chili Pipers live. And if anything, you know, the Red Hot Chili Pipers, I know over the years they've drawn criticism, but honestly, if you see them live in action, that's when you get a real appreciation for what the guys do, you know? And they are incredible musicians in their own right. Definitely, you have to see them live. I don't honestly think that recordings do them justice. You do need to see them in person doing their thing as the Chili's very exciting so yeah they are just a shameless plug for a few gigs coming up for the red hot chilies and uh, yeah it's awesome to see them here in ireland yeah now i did mention there in watch the crack about a little update that we got from rspba and headquarters and they told us about an extension to the easement of player numbers for this incoming season and uh yeah we all kind of breathe a bit of a sigh of relief in that regard because yeah this easement really did help last year and what i'm talking about is that uh, in grades 3b up to grade 2 there was an easement for major championships where they were allowed six pipers and two snares uh, for grade 3b 3a and grade 2 now for a lot of bands this will definitely help and it was brought in post pandemic because a lot of bands you know were struggling to have numbers on the field and even still now, 2023, and we we are still seeing a lot of bands who are still struggling with player numbers post-pandemic. And even, you know, the pandemic is still a thing. People are still catching that old thing. And, um, yeah, whenever they do, they have to self-isolate and all the rest, and they can't leave their home. And as a result, obviously, can't compete with their band. So... Yeah, that means they can't hit the field and will have an effect on numbers. Uh, so seeing this easement again from RSPBA and the well, the agreement, I guess, from the music board to let it happen again for another year, it's definitely a positive sign. Uh, so, yeah, if you are interested as to what the exact numbers are uh, for playing requirements, well, we'll look at the majors, shall we? Basically, for all grades, it's six pipers and two snares and a bass. That's your minimum requirement. For grade one, however, it changes. It's eight pipers, three snares and a bass drummer. So if you're wanting to compete at the Worlds, for example, in grade two, if you have six pipers, two snares and a bass, go ahead. You're more than welcome. Uh, But So that's your minimum requirement. Now, whether this will continue through to 2024, uh, that remains to be seen. But... um, Yeah, we have this extension, I guess, on the player easement of numbers. Uh, Whether we will see this continue, 
we don't know. We do think, honestly, it's a bit of a sign of the times. We are definitely starting to see smaller bands in that competition field. And, uh, yeah, the the days of the massive big band with, like, I don't know, 10, 15 pipers walking in there in Grade 3A, very much becoming a thing of the past. And even very much even in the top flight as well. We noticed it at the Worlds this past year that a lot of our Grade 1 big gun bands weren't as big, and they were certainly big guns, but, yeah, just not quite as many players in the ranks, I reckon. But we're hoping 2023 will certainly be a more positive year, with a lot more players ticking to the field, and, um, uh, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see on that front. But this player easement, uh, player number easement, will certainly help going forward. So for full information, of course, on all of that, like I've just summarised there terribly, you can go along to rspba.org for all of that information. Yeah. All right. Now, also talking about information that was really quite interesting is uh, Glasgow. Glasgow City has introduced a brand new low emission zone. Yeah. Now, you might think to yourself, "Ah, so what? Well, this may well affect a a number of things. It'll affect the RSPBA's summer school. And also for those of the people out there who want to go and visit the headquarters building in Washington Street, uh, but also for those attending the World Championships. This could have potential for difficulty in accessing them. Now, what this means is that, you know, if motorists were to drive through this brand new low emission zone, and let's say you're driving a huge gas guzzler, and, well, you may well see yourself getting a huge fine. Apparently, the initial penalty charge is £60, and... Yeah, that could be raised up to a maximum of £480 for a car and £960 for a bus. Ho, ho, ho! That's almost a grand. Now, this is really, yeah, it's quite worrisome because we do know a lot of bands out there that would run a bus to the world's. Obviously. And, yeah, this will have a possible effect on this. We do know Glasgow has had a a real focus of late to, you know, go green. And they're definitely encouraging the use of, you know, like electric cars and electric buses or what do you call it? The hydrogen buses and stuff that they have now. Uh, Well, yeah, I would just go and have a read at this. It does make for very interesting reading, especially whenever you consider what could be happening for this year's World Championships and the repercussions that could have for bands. Uh, possibly using buses to get to the green. So go and have a look at it. rspba.org, the full story is up there, and also you can click on it, and it does show you various maps and stuff to show you where this low-emission zone and where they all are. Uh, so it does make for interesting reading. And, yeah, going forward, you might be able to get a hotel, and you might be able to get a bus to your hotel from your airport, right? And then after that, you could be on foot, Or you're going to have to hire a bicycle or something. I don't know. (laughs) I could just see a lot of people on kilts cycling to the world. (laughs) You know, with a bass drum on their back or something. Yikes. (laughs) There you go. So go and check out that. I know I'm laughing about it, but honestly, it is quite serious. Uh, You can go and check this out. RSPBA.org, the full website there. And this latest announcement that came out to them uh, from yeah, Glasgow City Council about Glasgow's low emission zones and the potential for fines and all the rest. Very scary stuff, but that will have repercussions for bands attending the, the incoming world. So, yeah, go and have a read at that. 
Oh, also, we got a reminder from RSPBA on their social medias just to remind bands to keep their rosters up to date. Apparently, that this is something that bands normally forget about until they hit the competition field, and then they find that, yeah, they have a number of disqualified players that can't play with the band because they're not registered. Yeah. So, if you are... Yeah, in the process of sorting out your paperwork and stuff for this incoming season, as well as getting your entry forms in for competitions, that are, that's vitally important. But also, make sure that your band rosters are kept up to date. Make sure that everyone is signed appropriately and available and qualified to play. And yeah, they can step into that circle without the possible risk of either them being asked to stand aside or the band, for that matter. Uh, so yeah, go and check it out, rspbi.org, for all those information, all those stories that I've just mentioned. And of course, yeah, give your band secretary a bit of a shout and say, Hey, bye, am I registered or not? Have I got my transfer papers done? Yeah, be sure to get that all sorted ahead of time to avoid any complications. Indeed. All right, now that it's April, you still have time. So go and sort it out now when you can. Make sure your band rosters are up to date. Okay, I'm going to give a bit of a plug here outside of dates for your diary, but I'm going to give a mention to Tweedvale, Inverleith and Pipe Band. Yes, they're holding an annual Pipe Band Athon. A Pipe Band Athon, yeah. Now, the band are doing this as a huge fundraiser and. Yeah, they're going to be playing for 12 hours. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 12 hours of non-stop music. Uh, so, yeah, the band will start playing at 8 a.m. And we, they won't finish until 8 p.m. So, yeah, they also have a Just Giving page and all the rest. So if you are curious at all or even want to help support the band, you can do and drop them your own donation. 12 hours worth of practice or playing Wow. So that's all going to be held on April 29th and will be held at the band hall. If you are curious, you can go and check them out on their socials. And um, yeah, that's not going to be an easy way to raise money there in Verlethen. Um, Good luck to you, folks. Uh, but yeah, honestly, for putting up with such pain, I guess I really hope they just raise a ton of money, actually, to help support the band. So shout out to Inverleithan Pipe Band. Go and help support them if you can. A pipe band-a-thon. That's, that's a new one, actually. I haven't heard of any other bands doing that. Uh, I've heard of drum-a-thons, but not a pipe band-a-thon. That's a good one. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, there was a, a bit of an announcement, thanks to Letterkenny and District Pipe Band. Um, they're going to be hosting a bagpipe workshop with none other, none other, none other than Pipe Major Dr. Richard Parks, MBE. Yes, this will be held in Conwall Parish Hall in Letterkenny on the 13th of May. So, what's not to love there? An opportunity to learn with the legendary Richard Parks. So, he'll be covering such things as, obviously, bagpipe maintenance, but also reed selection and manipulation. Now, that could be really valuable for pipe majors. Uh, Also, uh, producing good band intonation. So, yeah, you know, teaching you basically how to set a band. And there will be a discussion on Irish and Scottish traditional music then to close. So that's on the 13th of May in Conwall Parish Hall. And you can get all of your tickets, of course, through Letterkenny and District. You can go and check out their socials. And yeah, what's not to love about that? So they're on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Of course, we've shared out the details as well on Rab Show socials. So go and grab tickets for that. That's definitely going to be worth catching. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I have to give a, a bit of a mention to pipe bands who had a bit of a Saturday practice over the weekend. I have to shout out to Turf and District Pipe Band. Go on, the Turf! Yeah! 
Yeah, sounding really well, actually. They uploaded a quick video of their practice in their hall. So sounding really good, guys. Also, to Coulter and District Pipe Band, they were practicing away and, again, sounding strong. Uh, but also, Grade 1 Big Guns, St. Lawrence Atul, had their first Saturday outdoor practice. They sounded really strong. So, yeah, for you St. Lawrence fans, I'm sure you've already seen that. Go and check that out. <laughs> but seriously... St. Lawrence are sounding very strong. Now, I have to say, it was only a very, very short clip, like a minute and a half, maybe, and they were just simply tuning drones, but honestly, blowing a big tone, I, I cannot wait to see St. Lawrence back in the circle again. I'm so excited for this incoming season. Oh, can you can you guess? Uh, but yeah, for you St. Lawrence fans, if you haven't caught that, of course, we've shared it out in Rab Show socials, as always. But uh, yeah, shout out to St. Lawrence and their Saturday practice. Very exciting to see that little clip there. Mm, good stuff, good stuff. All right, I have to mention another little news story about the Pipe Majors Wheel of Fortune competition. Now, we did mention this on previous Rab shows, but again, just to remind you, the tickets are available for this. It's going to be held on Saturday 29th of April in the Danderhall Miners Club in Midlothian. Now, the reason I'm mentioning it again is just to remind you of the lineup. We have John Dew. Cameron Drummond, Kyle Howe, Brian Lomond, or Brian Lomond, yep, Ross Miller, John Mulhern, Jonathan Simpson, and Craig Sutherland. Wow. Now, we also have it that Gary West uh, will actually be the compare on the evening as well. So, hey, this competition is shaping up to be a lot of fun. And they've also told us, actually, what some of the selections are on the Wheel of Fortune. This is a lot. This is interesting here. So these pipers would stand on stage and spin the wheel, and they'll have to play one of these kind of tunes. It'll either be a Donald McLeod tune, a four-four march, a Gaelic or Irish slow air, a Gordon Duncan tune, a G.S. McLennan tune, a hornpipe, nine-eight march. Play play one of their own, maybe a peabrook, just the ground of a peabrook. Maybe a polka, a couple of Irish jigs, a couple of Irish reels. Interesting. So imagine having that pressure to have all of those tunes in your head, and then. Spinning the wheel and seeing what happens. <laughs> That's the difference between playing either a polka or a peabrook. There you are. <laughs> so, a very interesting competition. Again, if you are curious at all about where to grab, grab tickets and everything, we've shared all that information out there. But you can, uh, yeah, give a shout out to the city of Edinburgh Pipe Band, grab your tickets for this. It's definitely shaping up to be quite a huge event. I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, I just want to briefly mention a little news story that dropped, and I'm not going to read you the hashtag list, but I'm going to tell you where to find the list. Yeah, the draw has been announced for the Scottish Pipers Association Professional Competition, which will be held in the National Piping Centre, of course, at McFader Street in Glasgow, on the 22nd of April. Now, this kind of does read us a who's who of the solo bagpiping world. A lot of big names in here. So, Go along, check it out. We've shared it out in the Rab Show socials. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. As I say, a lot of big names. So, yeah, just to let you know, the SPA professional competition happening on April 22nd. And, uh, yeah, the full list of all who's playing at it and stuff. You can go and check that out at your leisure. But that's at the National Piping Centre on the 22nd. And no doubt we'll be talking about it on the next pod, of course, of who won what. Uh, so, yeah, but looking forward to that. There you are.
Right, so just before we get into this week's topic and everything, I have to talk about the Glasgow Sky Association pipe band. Yeah, now we're dead excited to see these guys back in action again. We know they've been practicing furiously behind the scenes, getting ready for this incoming season, but we we weren't really 100% sure whether they were going to be returning to the Grade 1 circle or not. Well, we've now just had it confirmed that they have been officially graded by the Standards and Committing or Standards and Grading Group. I could just about read my script here. Uh, yeah, so they have, by request, been regraded to grade two for the 2023 season. And it's been accepted and all. And yeah, Music Board have given them the thumbs up. So yeah, will we, we will see Glasgow Sky competing in grade two this incoming year. Now, reading the, the statement that we have from the pipe major, of course, Kenny McLeod, it says it's great news. We're trying to build the band back and become a regular on the Scottish and UK pipe band competition scene. And we felt the only way for that to happen would be to allow us to rebuild in grade two. We want to get the band healthy and stable and back as an active member of the RSPBA. Starting again in grade two will allow us to do that. The long-term survival and growth of the band is paramount. And we want to thank everyone on the Standards and Grading Group, the Music Board, and an RSPBA for the professional and speedy way that this has been dealt with. They're really looking forward to getting back out on the, get the band back on the circuit again. And yeah, I have to say, after reading that statement, I couldn't agree more. And that was one of the worries that I had. I have seen it in the past where bands, especially in the top flight, you know, have dipped out for a year or two due to numbers or various other reasons and then they jump straight back in again in that grade one hot seat and it's very difficult to maintain. Uh, so seeing that the band have actively made this decision to take that step back down a grade perhaps could honestly pay dividends. And as, yeah, as Kenny has said here, to spend a year building and building that foundation honestly yeah, could pay dividends for the guys there at Glasgow Sky. I think it's, yeah, fantastic to see. And, if anything, that makes Grade 2 this incoming year incredibly interesting. There's already a lot of very strong bands in Grade 2 that could definitely, definitely lift that top spot. Uh, but now that we're seeing Glasgow Sky in the mix, oh, it just got interesting, didn't it? <laughs> oh, Grade 2, boy. I tell you, Grade 2 is going to be a lot of fun this year. Not for the competitors, mind you. It's going to be very challenging for the competitors to come out on that top 5, top 6 position. Good luck. Uh, but if you do manage to hit the prizes at all in Grade 2, you definitely deserve it. Uh, so, yeah, I dare say Grade 2 is going to be one grade to watch with interest this year. I definitely will be watching it now. That's for sure. A lot of great bands in Grade 2. And, yeah, now that Glasgow Sky are going to be in there... And, oh, as I said, it got interesting. It's got interesting. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. All right, let's move on. Okay, one last story before we get into it, all right? Now, this just uh, was published just yesterday, actually. Uh, this was a story that dropped from the National Piping Centre. They're doing a bit of research into women in piping and drumming, uh, especially around uh, you know issues such as equality, inclusivity and diversity. Uh, so this is all research that they're carrying out in conjunction with the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland. So talks all about the survey and everything and how it can be accessed. And they're encouraging people to, yeah, go and answer these questions. Now, 
I'm not going to sit and read you a hashtag list of what all the questions are. I want you to go and check them out for yourselves. But whenever you consider this is what it's looking at with women in the pipe band scene, I guess, and the piping and drumming community in general, it's definitely going to be very interesting to see the results from this. Uh, We know ourselves on The Rab Show, we have tackled the topic of sexism in the pipe band scene. And we do know, uh, given the backlash that we got following that podcast, that um, yeah, we may well have got it dreadfully wrong. We have tried to make uh, sexism part two. We have tried to look at this topic again. And what we found is that it's going to be incredibly difficult. It's such a huge topic of conversation. It's a very difficult one to tackle with so many different intricacies. Now, we would be very interested in this research being carried out by the National Piping Centre. And um, yeah, we would also love to see how it, it affects things, you know. Will they act on the results of this survey to try and encourage more women and young girls to take up piping, I guess? So reading here what Helen Urquhart had to say, of course, Helen is the marketing uh, manager, of course, you know, for piping events at the National Piping Centre. She says, there's always been trailblazing women in the piping and drumming community. However, looking at the makeup of who is currently participating, it is clear that there is still a huge disparity in gender representation. This Research aims to understand the lived the lived experience. I was wrong on me. I can't read <laughs> the lived experience of women who have and currently take part in piping and drumming activities to learn more about the barriers to entry and to continuation and participation. The National Piping Centre will use the outcomes from this publicly available research to develop new pathways and support systems to bring more women and girls into participating in the piping and drumming world. So that's just kind of answered my question, didn't it? Fantastic! Well, yeah, I'd be very curious to see how this survey really does shape things and how these new opportunities uh, will yeah, be introduced and what will they be, indeed. And if anything, it will possibly help shape a future conversation that we'll have here on The Big Rab Show. It's always been one that we've been wanting to revisit again. We've been finding it incredibly difficult because of the sheer volume of uh, intricacies there is with such a huge issue. And... Yeah, no doubt we will talk about this again in future. And yeah, sexism part two, we will be revisiting it. Of course, all the way back then, around, I don't know, episode 10, 12, something like that, we started talking about this. I can't remember when specifically, it was ages ago. Uh, But um, yeah, I did give my own personal opinion on this. And clearly, yeah, everyone believed I was wrong. And I am very happy to be wrong, you know? So quite willing to throw my hands up and say, hey, this is stuff that Rob got drunk. Absolutely. And I would absolutely love to revisit this topic again. And this research is going to be really vitally important, I reckon, and should have repercussions for the piping scene going forward. Uh, Yeah, so go along and check it out. The National Piping Centre website is very easy to find. Just type in uh, thepipingcentre.co.uk and, yeah, follow the links and everything for this very important uh, survey. I'm not sure how long the survey is open for. Uh, Let me double-check here. Yeah, 2nd of June it's up to. So go along, have a read at it, and complete it. And, yeah, no doubt uh, this could be very interesting to follow along. So shout-out to the National Piping Centre. A very, very interesting initiative there. So, yeah, we'll be curious to see how this shapes things to come indeed
Alrighty, so that's pretty much it for all of your news and updates then. So no doubt we've probably missed something or we've got something terribly wrong. As always, you can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If there's anything we've got terribly wrong or missed, email us in and let us know. Alrighty, well, it's got to that point in the show, I guess. Yeah, it's time for dates for your diary. Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power, and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the Axial and Regimental Series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve, where excellence is the norm, not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to thebritishdrumco.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. When will you make the switch? It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Yes, time for Dates for Your Diary. So, get the pen and paper out. Time to start planning, because there's a lot happening in the piping scene over the next few weeks. Especially this weekend, actually. There's a lot of solo piping and drumming action, both here in Northern Ireland and in Scotland. So, kicking things off here in Northern Ireland, first of all, on the 22nd of April, we're going to Listen to Garvey High School for the Ulster Solos. Yeah, now this is an event that's been in the works for a wee while now, so we're looking forward for the Ulsters. Uh, this will be quite a, a decent competition, for sure. But not only are we having a solo piping and drumming thing here in Northern Ireland, we're also having an event over there in Scotland. Yes, the Kingdom Thistle Solos, and they'll be held in Lockgilly High School. Now, what makes this one quite special is that has the World Solo Drumming pre-qualification spot available. So... Yeah, if you are looking for more information on both of those solo events this weekend, of course, you can check out the Big Rap Show social media where we've published out details such as the draw, all of that sort of stuff. All your information, it's all up there now for both the Kingdom Thistle solos and the Ulster solos. That's this weekend. It's going to be a packed weekend for solo pipers and drummers, yeah. All right. Now, looking ahead, next weekend, we have the huge concert that we've been chatting about now for weeks, of course. It's the Pipe Major Frank Andrews Tribute Concert, with the headline act being none other than our current world champions, Field Marshal Montgomery Pipe Band. Yeah, now this is shaping up to be quite a huge concert. From all accounts, it is sold out. I don't think you can get tickets for it anymore. Uh, But yeah, the venue itself, it's incredible. It's quite large as well, so it's going to be a big show. Uh, So really looking forward to this one. Yeah, Pipe Major Frank Andrews Tribute Concert is next weekend, the 28th of April. All right. So, now looking forward into May, which normally would have seen the start of our competitive season, but of course we've now had the British Championship cancelled. We do have some competitions though. Uh, Bands are starting to head out onto the grass again. So the 6th of May, we are heading for the Leinster Pipe Band Championships. Yeah, and we do have some information that some Grade 1 bands will actually be competing at this, so... Looking forward to that. So that's a Newbridge House and Farm in County Dublin, of course. So for more information on the Leinster Pipe Band competi- competition, yeah, check out the Rab Show socials as always. Uh, all, and then, of course, on the 14th of May, 
We have the North of Scotland Championships. This will be held in Bankery in King George Park. So looking forward to that one. And also on the 14th, we have the Gurick Highland Games as well. And that's in Battery Park, of course. So that's the following week. So looking forward to that one. That's going to be quite a decent championship for sure. And then, of course, the day that would have been the British Championships on the 20th of May. Uh, well, yeah, we're we're not stuck because we're all heading to Dollar Academy for the Dollar Pipe Band competition on the 20th of May. So, yeah, that's shaping up to be quite a huge competition as well. Yeah, awesome. So, that's it, folks, for Dates for Your Diary. If there are any more, of course, you can always let us know by grabshow at gmail.com. All right, well, you guessed it. At this point in the show, it's time for me to finally go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Yes, time for Topic of the Week, and yeah, you might have guessed, by the title of this week's episode, we're chatting to Derek Doyle of the National Piping Centre, and uh, yeah, each year we seem to catch up with Derek around this time, as we find out about some of the really exciting qualifications and opportunities that are available through the National Piping Centre, and we get to hear about some of their great tuition initiatives and stuff, Uh, yeah, it's honestly fascinating stuff, and so many great opportunities now for pipers out there, it's, yeah, honestly, it's... (laughs) I don't know, it's miles ahead of what it was when I was a boy, (laughs) which might have been a few years ago. Uh, But, hi, yeah, we took this opportunity now to catch up with Derek again here on the podcast to find out all about an exciting new qualification available through the National Piping Centre. So, let's welcome Derek back to the podcast, shall we? So, please welcome to the podcast... Derek, you're back again. <laughs> yeah, I'm back again. It's becoming an, an annual occurrence. Uh, so, always, a, always a pleasure. Always a privilege. Oh well, it's great to have you. Now, the reason you're on is because you wanted to chat to us about the HND qualification. Is that right? That, so, yeah, that, that, that's right enough. Um, at the piping centre, we we launched the HNC in 2016, January yeah. 2016. So obviously, we're now. Uh, about to come to the end of 22-23 academic year. So we're looking uh, forward to uh, some new recruits for the HNC, which is a one-year course, or the HND, which is a two-year course. Um, right. to, to begin in August of of, uh, of this year, so just just a few months away, really. There you are. So it is all to come. So that that was one of my main questions: is what was the difference between the HNC and the HND? I, I guess the HND is just more involved, is it? Um. Well, yes. It's 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 a essentially the HNC is a full is a one year program. Most people do it full time, but it's not not essential. We we can offer it part time as well. Mm. Um. And the HND is the HNC plus a bit. So it takes two years if you're doing it full-time or yeah. two two study years as opposed to two calendar years. Um, so, yeah, based in Glasgow, uh, in, in the National Piping Centre, so you're rubbing shoulders with all the greats of the piping world on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> and I have to say, they're much more friendly than you might think they would be. Uh, they're, they're great guys. Um not, not being a piper myself, it's a, it's, it's a real privilege to, to work in there. And 
those who study with us uh, thoroughly enjoy it. You know, it's, it's a good experience all around. They are, yeah. So I, I do know we've had you on the podcast before talking about the HNC qualification. At that time, you, again, you were trying to encourage people to enroll. What has the uptick been like for the HNC course? Has there been many people well, enrolling? I, well, interest is beginning to, to to build again after the, the, the dreaded pandemic. Mm, so it yeah. was it was very slow. We, we, in fact, uh, I it's it's beginning to build. We've we've got we've got a few students right now. Actually, we've got a really interesting group this year because we've got a couple of lads who uh, and, and, and uh, young women who are doing it full time. Doing started the HNC, but we're we're also working with the the army school of bagpiping, Highland drumming in Edinburgh, yeah. and we, we've got a couple of their pipe majors. They're upgrading their pipe major qualification to the HNC. Ah, um, right. So, so th- those are those are a couple of soldiers from completely different regiments, I have to say. But they're 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 teachers at the at the army school through in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and they're looking ahead to um, you know maybe a couple of years, few years down the line, where they might be looking to leave the service. And and the, the HNC is is a really good way for them to 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 kind of I suppose open their eyes to what's possible and um, to broaden their skills and their understanding just from a piping perspective and to see where they they might find a career in music with, with a focus in piping. So we've got a couple of a couple of soldiers just now, great great lads, and we've got uh, and they're doing it part time because of they've already their pet major award has given them a bit of the qualification already. And then we've got three full timers, and then uh, just completing just completing the HND. We've got a couple of students from overseas who are finishing off the HND, so they've been doing it part time over a number of years. Mm. Um, we've got Anna in Austria and Dagmar in Germany, and uh, and they're just about finished the HND, which is f- fantastic. They are. That, well, if anything, that preempts my next question then. Has there been anyone from outside <laughs> of, of Scotland? So you have some international I, students then studying, the, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we do. Um, the, the, the rules have changed a little bit for us um, in that this was something that, that actually we, we were completely unaware of. But the, the term higher national, when you're talking about higher national or certificate or a higher national diploma, that's actually owned by a multinational company. So it's a trademarked term. Mm. So SQA is only allowed to use the term higher national inside Scotland. Now, we weren't aware of that. um, Mm. And so we've managed to work with SQA to uh, enable these two, Anna and Dagmar, to finish their award from overseas. But from now on, if anybody from overseas wants to, to... study the HNC, HND, they will have to move to Glasgow. Um, but I can think of worse things to, to do with your life, particularly uh, for the younger people. It's a, such a vibrant city, particularly for, uh, for folk and trad music, you know, with Celtic connections and piping live and yeah. sessions every night of the week in various pubs uh, around and, and other kind of play venues around the, the, the city. So it's a great place to come and study any aspect of trad music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so 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 the HNC is available for students or, or HND as well. It's available for students from overseas, but you do need to come and and, and live in Scotland. I see. Well, that's no bad thing, you know. Had I been a younger fellow, I definitely would have took the opportunity <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Hi. 
So with the, the HND course in that, and as you say, it is a little bit longer than the HNC. Uh, is there certain areas then of the piping world that you kind of delve into a little bit more detail, do you think? Well, essentially what we do is that we use the HNC to give everyone an overview, mm-hmm. not just of the piping world. They, they kind of pick that up um, actually quite subtly through the way that they're taught. Mm-hmm. But we, but a little bit more explicitly through one of the history subjects. So, uh, so that enables us to delve into um, the different elements of piping. You know, looking at solo piping, the competition world, looking mm-hmm. at pipe band uh, development, and then looking at the kind of more kind of folky aspect of that. So, looking at all of those, and then in the second year, we allow the students to go off and explore their own musicality mm. um in a not dissimilar way to to a couple of other programs you know ostensibly the the course at the royal conservatoire of scotland and also the course at the university of islands and islands so they 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 what, what the the way that we're running it now um or since we introduced the hnd is that the second year is an opportunity for the for the the the, the student to explore what does their musicianship mean to them and for them to to try to kind of steer where they might like to kind of, uh, I suppose, just to kind of explore what are all the options. Uh, And so in actual fact, the two that we've got finishing the second year, they've taken completely different approaches in in their second year. And it's it's great. Um, And then there's that little bit of cross-fertilisation as well, because they talk to each other. And, you know, it, 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 it opens up the level of interest in what the other person's doing. But actually for these two, it's, it's confirmed for each of them that what they're doing is right for them. So, uh, so that, yeah. that's really interesting. Um, mm. Also in the second year, we, we've, we've introduced a, a second study. So uh, the, 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 both the second years now, as well as developing their piping, they're, all, they're learning whistle as well. So oh, right. th- th- yeah. that just gives them it gives them more scope in terms of, um, I suppose you know the fingering is relatively similar. There's there, there obviously there are some differences, but it means that they can, um, they they they've got more uh, control, if you like, or, or or more creative scope in terms of the keys that they can play in, and in terms of pitches that they can they can uh, play in, and particularly when they go along to playing sessions, it just yeah. opens up a whole world of of of, of collaboration and, and integration with other instruments. So so they're both really really enjoying it. Um, yeah. Our first years do composition, so they're they're looking at the, you know how is music constructed, mm-hmm. and they they work towards completing at least one MSR from scratch. So a little bit of composition right. in first year and then some second study uh, uh, kind of musicianship in the second year. And there's a more challenging history unit as well. So uh, aye, so it's, 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 it's good. They, they all seem to really enjoy it. That sounds like it's all encompassing, if you know what I mean. Like it covers every possible aye. aspect and gives aye. you <laughs> options then to make your own personal it choices. Does. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the HNCs and HNDs are... are they're described as vocational qualifications, so they're about employability. Yeah. So the other thing that they look at in the second year is is they look at developing their skills as a teacher. You know, right. almost everyone in the trad sector, and probably just about everybody who plays the bagpipes, teaches somebody else. 
Mm-hmm. So we help them develop an understanding um, of, you know, what are the different approaches you can take when you're working with a student. You know, wh- what different uh, issues might you might you pre- be presented with when you're working with with a student, yeah. and how can you best help that student to bring out you know, their very best. So 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 we look at all of that kind of stuff and then they, they, they go away and they, they develop lesson plans and they and and they work with some uh, with some students and actually both our second years have already got fairly well established we kind of piping schools that they run from their own home. Oh, uh, yeah. and, and so 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 they're they're implementing that stuff and they're developing it in a very real, meaningful sense. So I it's it's, yeah. it's it's good. But as you say it's it's all-encompassing that's it and uh, yeah for sure it's difficult to teach teachers but i i completely know what you're talking about yeah Uh, so uh, for folks then that are looking for more information on this then derek where can they go I think the, the the best thing to do in the first case is to go onto the National Piping Centre's website. So that's the pipingcentre.co.uk and they'll see a number of little kind of tiles on the main page. If they just click the one that says learn and then once they open up the learn tile, they'll see HNC, HND. And if they click on that, it gives them a bunch of information which is presented in a kind of question and answer type thing. So the mm-hmm. kind of typical questions that people might have, and then it gives them what is the kind of, the, the, I suppose, a very generic answer to it. Um, but if they, if in fact, almost every student we've ever had has very particular questions that they want to ask. So if they just email me, so they mm-hmm. can, so so my email address is ddoyle, D-D-O-Y-L-E, at thepipingcentre.co.uk. Send me a little bit of blurb about, who who you are um, and wh- what your questions, specific questions are that, that you want particularly to, to be answered that, uh, in relation to your specific cir- uh, circumstances. Mm-hmm. And we, we'll give you um, as honest and, and, and as frank an answer as we possibly can. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Do you know, I'm a huge fan of all the work at the National Piping Centre, but these courses but, specifically are a real jewel in the crown, I think, for aye, them. Okay. They are, yeah. they're, 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 they're really good, but I suppose we, we, the, the, there are so many opportunities for learning through the piping centre, and yeah. what we're kind of working on is is finding different routes through all of those programmes or as many of those programmes as are, as are appropriate, so that we can open it up and and make bagpiping as a success uh, as accessible to as many people as we possibly can. So I, there's a lot in there. Mm. Um, people yeah. should, you know, if anybody, any pipers who, who are interested in learning anything at all about piping, you know, go on to that same tile, learn and look at all the different opportunities there are for learning. Yeah, absolutely. And even me as a budding bagpiper, I've been using the website and using the instructional <laughs> videos that are there too. Ah, They're a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Derek, thank you so much for chatting with us on the podcast this week. This is quite an awesome opportunity, obviously. So when does the enrolments end? When does the window shut? Well, well th- we, we'll, beginning, uh, we'll be uh, bringing the students over to start, I think, round about the 3rd or the 4th of September. I forget exactly what the, this particular date is. So right. be- beginning of September. So mm-hmm. we'll, we get piping live out the way, which is, this, you know, kind of second week in August or thereabouts. Yeah. And then we, we, we draw breath for a wee bit and then we get, we get the students over to start the HNC. I see. Um, but our, we're, we're open for applications right now um, and mm-hmm. we'll take applications, I suppose, 
probably right up until perhaps the end of August, middle of August. Okay. Um, yeah. But but always get in touch, and we can we can try and give people the the best possible advice that's available for them. That's Absolutely. very uh, specific to the individual. There you are. Yeah. So food for thought there for listeners for sure. Yeah. Give it give it Indeed. some consideration. Yeah. Yes. So Derek, thanks so much for chatting with us this week, and I'll hopefully catch up with you in future. Yeah. Thanks so much. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Rob. Cheers. Cheers. There you are, folks. So you have up until the end of August to consider this and get your applications in. Now, as we've spoke about there, I would urge you to go and check the National Piping Centre's website because there is so much information up there. And obviously, we didn't cover any of it, really, <laughs> in that chat there. There's just way too much for us to even consider delving through. So if you are interested in this new qualification, or even the HNC for that matter, go and check the National Piping Centre's website right now. Full information on all of those qualifications, along with those important points of contact, um, where you can have conversations with the folks in the National Piping Centre. And they can hopefully answer all of your questions and queries and see if this is a right choice for you if you are considering going down that line. So, yeah, it, I don't know. As I mentioned as part of my introduction, there are so many opportunities now available for people who want to make a living from bagpiping. And, uh, yeah, seeing these incredible qualifications and experiences, I guess, that you can gain through the National Piping Centre it's incredible. It, it shows that our piping scene is in a very healthy place. And uh, shout out to the National Piping Centre. And to Derek, of course, uh, for reaching out to us and, and chatting to us all about this new qualification that's very exciting. So there you are. Derek, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us here on the pod this week. Much appreciated. And, of course, for you guys for downloading this week and each and every week. Unfortunately, that's us. We ran out of time for yet another Big Rab Show pod yeah, thank you everyone for downloading this week and of course each and every week as I've said but also shout out to our Patreon faithful our community over there on Patreon who this last while has been really quite active there's been a lot of great extra stuff back there so there hasn't been a better time to go and check out Patreon at the moment <laughs> I'm not going to say what's back there but you're, you're going to want to have a check, a check at it All right, there's a lot there and I'm going to say something I'm going to spoil it but I'm not. But shout out to all you Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. Thank you for continuing to support the show. If you would like to help support us, of course, there is a link in our show notes and stuff where you can go and help support the Big Rab Show pod. And we'll keep the wheel turning and you'll get your mitts on loads of extra stuff as a result. Indeed. Alrighty. Folks, that's us. We are out the door. Thank you all for downloading, as I've said. And we will see you all on the podcast back again here next week for another exciting topic of the week. More bagpiping shenanigans each and every week. Yeah, you wouldn't miss it, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't miss it for the world, boy. Aye. Thanks, folks. And we'll see you in the next one. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.